probably the best week of Ben's life because there's no uh, no Thursday night oh, football. Thursday tonight. night football. Thank God. Oh man. Just so so happy. I mean, I mean to be fair, Thursday night football would have been a good game. I mean, yeah, but like I either way, I don't want Thursday. I'm like so opposed to Thursday night football in like all aspects. I don't I don't care if it's a great game. I just don't want Thursday night football. You just soured completely on it. At this point, yeah. Yeah. Sorry to hear and, that. As this, this is like anything new to you? No, no, not at all. Exactly. Um, I'm just saying, you, you finally get a week without Thursday night football. I, I expect you to just be running off the walls. Best Thursday of my life. Wow. That's, that's a good Thursday, too. We've had some good Thursdays, I tell you what. Uh, we've had some very week. fun Thursdays. I know Elliot There's, Bowers have some great Thursdays. Thursday, like. We'll be talking about Elliot. Elliot actually put, sent in a yeah. hot tip. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get like to that. that. We'll get to that um, one. Uh, second floor sports episode 16, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We got, uh, we got the championship series rolling on in baseball. So we'll start with that. Um, wait, first of all, can we, is Nolan right? No. What has been an NBA game played on a Thursday? I know oh, that's, that's just incorrect. No. Um, cool, cool. Thank you. Nolan. I don't know to make <laughs> that. Um, the Astros last night taking a gritty four, three win over the race to stay alive. Um, Ben, I, I, we got to start with, obviously, the Astros had to win to keep their series alive. Um, but yep, Granke, that is, that's how it yeah, works. Uh, Granke on the mound. It was the fifth inning, I believe. Um, and Six? Sixth inning. Sixth inning. Yeah. He, was, uh, he was going up against Randy the Goat, which I, I hope you saw what they, uh, what they mean, wrote on, on the board. That was so, such a bad acronym. It was Breaks all night day. <laughs> it started off. It started off really strong, but then they're like, "Yeah, I can't think of anything." Also, like, why do you have to acronym it? Like his name, like that's what because that's what Randy stands for. Sure. Like I feel like okay, I didn't come up with it, but like I feel like you could come up with something like a little bit better. Breaks all night, day, and year. Like yeah, sure. I don't know. I think I don't know about that one. You're just you're just tight. Like I, I I am tight, but I also do have the direct line to Chief, and he he was implying that it wasn't it. So okay. Um, but the the big decision last night was uh, you got your bullpen arms ready. If you're the Astros, Dusty Baker goes out, out there. there. Granky says, Nah, fuck that. Keep me in it. Maldonado Which, says, Nah, fuck that. Keep him in it. And he Dusty Baker's like, All right, fuck it. Okay, I'll keep him. <laughs> I'll keep him in. Off, <laughs> off rip, I thought that was a miserable decision. Like, yeah. Actually I mean, such a bad call. Season on the line, and you're not going to, like, your number one reliever there. Bases loaded. or It was, it was right, it was right two, to get ripped long. up. Yeah. Like, so easily. Could have gone so poorly. Mm-hmm. I mean, tip of the hat to Zach Greinke, man. Like, yeah. I mean, of course it's Dusty Baker, the oldest manager in the league, who likes <laughs> right. to kind of go, like, like, I can't imagine the analytics were, like, in favor of that decision mm. but i mean that's what you know that's like you don't see it so much anymore but like sometimes part of being a manager is still like having a feel for your players and under like knowing just you know eye test can you see that zach Reiki has his good stuff and he i thought he had some of his better stuff last night i mean clearly got out of the inning yeah. like had a good start you know it wasn't like the, the most dominant start i've ever seen but that's it's mm. a, it's like you can tell as a manager is like does my guy have what he ha- has what he, does he has hmm. Does he have what he needs to like get through this to the get through this spot? And obviously he did. 
Yeah, and uh, to make it even more ballsy, like Granky, his arm has been sore. So much the fact that he barely made it on the championship roster. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, like, that was one of those things where it's like, yeah, unless he yeah, but it was, it, was, it, like, wasn't, it wasn't serious doubt. Pitch. I mean, it, at one point they were considering keeping him off, which means he, he is not 100% comfortable out there, and he hasn't pitched that well in the postseason. So even yeah. more. Even more balls. I don't know. It's, it's the type of thing where it's like, are the Astros really going to keep? I get it. Yeah, we're talking about it like a decision. Yeah. Decision's already been made, obviously. But like, come on, you're yeah. not. Are you really going to leave your ace off the roster? I, I mean, well, clearly not. But if there was, you know, the, I don't. Know. We don't. Yeah. Have, there's no point in breaking it down. I, yeah. I was skeptical about. Yeah them actually the leaving him off yeah, yeah. Uh, i mean the decision's ballsy it obviously pays off because the first guy he has to face when they leave him in there is a rosarena who had the two-run shot the, the tie hottest the hitter in the game right yeah. now um i, was, yeah. I saw an interesting Randy, thing on twitter it was like breaks all imagine if a rosarena was a stop stop it imagine if he was a free agent after this postseason yeah, well, it's, that's Prime this is like the to typical... get some like obscenely large contract that he just doesn't deserve. <laughs> he just never lives up to it. I, I mean, I don't think you could really expect someone to hit 400 for their career unless his name is DJ. I, I think he was hitting like 527 in the yeah. ALDS or something stupid sure. like that. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, he, you know, he gets out 43% of the time. That's yeah. great. Also, the check swing call on him was awful. Um, but it doesn't matter. I can't get, to, I can't get too worked. A, it doesn't matter. Yeah. B, I can't get too worked up over check yeah. swing calls. Like, it's so, like, yeah, it's just so tough. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Um, to make it, to put it into perspective, keeping Granky in that game. Stop um, everything. Stop everything. Stop everything. What? Daryl Morey is out as Rockets general manager. <laughs> Why do we keep doing this? It's the Bro, third time. <laughs> wow. Wow, they're cleaning house. Is James Harden gone? He might be. Good thing we prepped so much NBA today, shit. God damn. Somehow I missed the actual like tweet notification. I I put my phone on do I put my phone on do not disturb when I do the show. Um, well, I, I leave it off. Do not disturb. Like literally for this reason, I put like my texts on. Like I like mute uh, like any text conversations I'm having. If I leave my like Twitter notifications on, I mean, sorry, Houston, Tampa, but like, yeah, what does that mean? baseball right now. What does that mean? Hey, hey, hey relax. Hey, right now, right now, we'll get to it no, later. No, 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 no. I won't stand for any fuck baseball talk. It's October. Relax, relax. Mm-hmm. We are going to talk about this Daryl Morey situation. I mean. Are they re- are they <laughs> down? Like talk about it. I literally like I wish you guys could see our rundown right now. We literally don't have any NBA in our rundown right now. Yeah. I mean there's a little bit of a coaching carousel going on, but we figured we'd save but it for like, next week. Well, it's also it's like the finals ended this week, right? Yeah. Yeah. The finals ended this week. Like the offseason is not even like the offseason hasn't begun yet. The like the Lakers haven't even I I don't know what the Lakers are gonna do for like a championship parade. Uh-huh. I imagine they're going to do some sort of celebration. Like, the offseason doesn't begin until at least after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for maybe the offseason has just begun because Daryl Morey is – Yeah, or, I mean, a free agency might not start till December, so. Yeah, the, the NBA doesn't even know when they're starting their season yet. I mean, no head coach, no GM. Are they blowing it up? I – 
Got to think so. Like, I, I mean, look, they, it kind of seemed like they were going to, or they were at least going to bring in a coach and be like, all right, well, let's try to get whatever we can out of James Harden for well, the rest. I mean, look, but this can, is, the like, formula is clearly not working. James Harden can be, obviously, this is not anything yeah. shocking. James Harden can be the number one player on a title contender. I, I think the Rockets kind of got found themselves in a really shitty spot, like, just by pure like dumb luck in terms of like having you know having James Harden having a really good team playing in the Western Conference playing against like the death line of Warriors they just got the tweet Rockets are planning to promote executive VP of basketball operations Raphael Stone to GM oh of course yeah Rafa Stone. obviously Rafa Stone like duh. best executive VP of ops in the league yeah duh obviously obviously you ever heard that name before today no, nope. It's a cool name, though, Rafa Stone. I could work with it. Um, yeah, no. Not bad. And so they're, Crazy. they're so they're promoting from within, which me, leads me to believe. Like, did you just retweet something, or is that a delayed notification? I just retweeted it. We're in the middle of a show. What are you doing? Yeah, I know. I can multitask. Whatever. Um, I, this is crazy. Like, I, I mean, I so, okay. They're promoting from within, yeah. so I, I would assume that they're probably not blowing it up i think if they're blowing it up they probably would oh i mean i don't know dude just because i'm I'm trying to like think and process and like plan points ahead and i'm just like what it's it's not like this is like uh it's not like this is completely out of left field Uh, but is it it's not I, I mean, had you heard it? I maybe no. I'm just like I, I heard, I heard like, unaware, but had you heard from, heard from my sources, from my sources, no, right from from the podcast I've listened to, it kind of seemed like like Maury was probably gonna still be there for another year or two, but like it's not like his seat wasn't hot, right? You have that sort of roster, you've consistently underperformed. You at this have, point, you I, have they underperformed or well, they underwhelmed? They've underwhelmed. They've under, I mean, both. I mean, I, you, it's, you have, you have Westbrook and... not necessarily the same thing. I think underperforming, yeah. it would be like... I don't know. Continue making your point. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, you have Westbrook and Harden, or you have CP3 and Harden. You have that sort of roster, championship aspirations, and you make it to the Western Conference once. Like, that's yeah. not, that's not I, good. Um, and at this point, you look at... Bad. Yeah, like, again, remember what they traded for Westbrook, right? It, this was a fit that as soon as we heard the trade was going down, we were like, okay, you have two players that are the caliber of James Harden and Russell Westbrook. It could work. But, like, this fit very clearly is, like, does not work. And I, it, it, amount, it almost reminds of- me of, like, the – it just reminds me almost of, like, the Sixers situation where it's like you can assemble all the talent you want. Like, there obviously is something to be said for acquire talent and make it work. Mm-hmm. But like you, especially in the NBA, like you've only got five guys on the floor at once. If two of your players least, like don't fit together, that's an issue. At least, at least for the Sixers, they drafted Simmons and Embiid, right? Here they they chose. They were like, okay, Chris Paul can create offense off the dribble, and he can you know pick and roll Maestro, the point god, Maestro like running, um, running it with James Harden, like that's a good fit. That didn't work out. Okay, let's go get Russell Westbrook. Who, it's a good fit, but it's not like it's not yeah. the type of fit that you're like. A, well, significantly better fit than Westbrook, though, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Fair. You bring in Westbrook, who can't hasn't really shown that he can play that much off the off the ball. Like, can't shoot. Well, look, we, at good, this point, we know what Russell yeah. Westbrook is. Okay, 
Oh, yeah. Not, I don't mean just like you and me. I mean, like, the NBA knows who Russell Westbrook yeah. is. Like, you everyone but Russell Westbrook you know what you're knows who Russell, who Russell Westbrook is, right? At this point, at this point, yeah. <laughs> um, like, that's not on paper, wasn't a good fit. Daryl Morey absolutely stripped any assets the team had to bring him in. I mean, and, for good reason. Like, it's, it's that is the kind of the type, like, if you want to get Russell Westbrook, you that's how you have to do it. Like, you're not yeah, going to get I mean, on like a bargain basement deal. And, and like, Daryl Morey is a good GM because he, he can always make something out of basically nothing, but his moves at the end of the day haven't worked. I mean, that's what it probably came down to. You're not going to bring Dan Tony back in. You're not going to bring well, Morey back in. The, yeah. The, the bigger question from this is where does, does James Harden get dealt? It's not the, I, it's not the craziest thought. Like the fun, the funny thing to think about is like, if James Harden gets dealt, obviously he's bringing back a haul. Yeah. Well, more than whatever, more than the Paul George trade, if I had to guess. Mm-hmm. Like three first round picks, probably an expiring or two deal, and maybe a good role player. Where, like, where does he, like, I, I don't think this means James Harden's getting traded. Wait. Wait. Talk to me. What if a certain team with a huge cachet of draft picks? right? A good young roster. They kind of capped out in the first round. The team maybe located in Oklahoma Imagine. <laughs> Imagine. Oh, man. What if they trade? I mean, that's the only team I think realist, at least, you know, tw- 10 minutes after this news is broke. That's the only team I can think of that has, like, legitimately has the assets to trade for James Harden. Well, there's certainly definitely other teams. I mean, who? I'm trying to think, what teams have that? Who many has draft that? Picks? Who has that many? I'm like Boston, but like they have no place for him. Yeah, I mean the yeah the thing is, I mean like I it's guess it's gonna if have you really to be a team. To, you could you could ship like you make a package around like Jalen and Kemba, and you run a Harden Tatum mm. lineup. No, Jesus. I, that would be scary. That would be something. Yeah, I mean uh, – and, and I this is like Jalen, Kemba, like Robert Williams. Like, and they've got – I guess the Celtics. The Celtics – all right, I'll add the Celtics to the list of teams that could theoretically trade for James Harden. I don't think you would want to trade for James Harden if you're Boston. Well, that's a different question, That's like what right? we were just saying. Like, do you want to bring in – like, if you, can, if you can bring in James Harden, you – kind of have to it's a matter mm-hmm. of like do you want to yeah um and it's like boston is so good because they're you know classic like you know i the reason boston is so mm-hmm. scary in the east is like they kind of they can play as both styles of teams like they can play as like okay we've got jason tatum like we're just gonna cook you because he's the best player on the floor but they can mm-hmm. also be like you know the team that's better than the some other parts they've also got a great head yeah. coach obviously like boston's hot take boston's really good no way but, like, how long have we been having this conversation, right? The last three years, you talk about, you know, awesome GMs and obviously um, – uh, what's his face? Danny Ainge. <laughs> uh, I was blank for a second. Obviously, Danny Ainge has to come up. Like, the, the thing that makes it difficult right, for – If anyone's going to make a wild trade like yeah. that, it is – Yeah, like, um, you know, if, if you bring in uh, James Harden, like – you're going to have to match the contract or you're going to have to find some way to get that contract up. I, I have the contract pulled up right now. He's going to make Pardon. his base. Yeah. His base salary is 41 mil, but yeah, but like 2022, 23, 
He's got a dead cap hit of $50 million, a cap hit of $47 million. It's I mean, he's also million. James Harden. Yeah, I, no, I know. I'm not, oh, I'm not saying it's not <laughs> worth it. He has a player option in 2022, which I'm assuming he's not going to take. Uh, I mean, he's, he's not going to give up. I mean, he's going to take it. <laughs> um, Presumably, imagine, yeah. Imagine you know, I, it's all, 47 million. I mean, very possible. I mean, well, because the max will be higher then. It's totally possible he's still playing at an MVP. Well, who level. knows? I mean, shit, dude. It might take How a couple of years 30? to retire. Is he 30? He's going to be 33 in 2022-23. He, he can still he can still. It's make very it. possible James Harden signs another max at that point, I think. Possibly. He can. He can, but I'd be surprised if he doesn't take the 22-23 player max the the uh the player option which again, I mean, is it, it all depends on mil. what the yeah. finances are looking like what the max is, is at that point yeah, That's not i mean it, it's just a question to have because you know coven might still be kicking up a little bit at that point you know I, i'm not gonna I, we can't play that game no no i know i know but like you know like we, we can't never mind never mind we'll talk we, about that later we don't know uh, i can't believe you're trying to talk to me about screenshots of run blocking oh we'll talk about that when we talk about the nfl I, I, I literally I literally texted you, we can't play that game, but it's worth looking at. Um, but at the end of the day, look, Daryl Morey, uh, you know, a lot of credit was given to him because he was an innovator. He was doing things that had never been done before, and it worked to a certain extent. But a team with, you know, that high of aspirations, Telman Fertitta, um, who Tillman. does not like a – he's not a good owner. Nope. Um, <laughs> governor, he, governor. Right, right. Sorry. Um, he is not, uh, he's not well liked. Um, he's got some questionable, uh, he's made some questionable decisions. Um, shit like that, you know, owners, coaches, players don't really like him. Also donates to Trump every year. Make that what you will. Um, like, you know, it's, there are more there more and him are kind of beefing like, and he decided well, he's think- like, all right, I'm, I'm going to be cheap. And they don't have a lot of money to be strapped with. Well, I don't think it's about being cheap. I think it's about like, look, the Rockets have always been, I know, I think part of it might have to do with being cheap. Like not like to pay Daryl Morey, but like, I think the bigger part is like the Rockets have always been so analytically inclined. Mm-hmm. I got to imagine Daryl Morey, like probably could read the writing on the wall or on the, yeah. you know, Excel spreadsheet, whatever you want to say. Like, you look at this roster, you look at the way you've like tried the way you've tried to win for the last like four years now, right? And it hasn't worked. And it hasn't worked. You haven't like not that it hasn't worked. I mean, damn, like most teams would take two, yeah, a, you know, a Western Conference finals trip and you know, four years in the playoffs with an MVP candidate. Mm-hmm. You'll take that for a four year, like a four year window, but like, yeah, I think you've got to look at it and be like, well, shit, like it's not working. Yeah. And, and sanity is trying the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Mm-hmm. Like what could the Rockets do differently? I mean, this is one thing they could do is bring in, you know, bring in a new GM, you know, maybe a GM yeah. who's not so like stone cold committed to the ISO ball. I think that I, that's something we haven't even discussed is like talk about a roster. I like, I think you and I are both in agreement here that you know, ISO ball and the Rockets offensive system, like not even roster makeup, just the way they play basketball doesn't work in the postseason. No, and it hasn't worked the last couple of years for whatever reason that is. Uh, bringing in Westbrook well, I, in place of CP3. I, you and I can both list a number of reasons why it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, bringing in CP3, uh, bringing in Westbrook in place of CP3 was not the answer, and it was not a good fit, um, yeah. which was weird because Darryl Moore is so, like, analytically inclined. 
And I guess the thought process is like, if you obviously you're not worried about making the playoffs, if you're Houston, I guess the thought process is like, if you just catch one of those like Russell Westbrook month long spells where he's just cooking people, mm-hmm. which happens, it does happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as we've discussed on the show, like you get, there are two Russell Westbrooks. There's like MVP carry your team, Russell Westbrook. And then there's like literally ruin your offense, Russell Westbrook. And the, uh, the Rockets got a lot more of ruin your offense Westbrook than they did MVP yeah. Westbrook. Yeah. And I mean, he had COVID and he had a knee issue or a calf issue. He's always lower, got knee issues. Yeah, lower leg issue. And, you know, at this point, like, that's something you can't just be like, oh, he had an injury. Because, like, it happens so often. And also, Westbrook's the type of guy who, like, I, the cliff is going to be a, a sharp cliff for Westbrook yeah. when he starts to decline. Well, it already is a sharp cliff. No, I mean, when he, like, he's, he's still putting up really, numbers. He, yeah. Well, when he really starts to become, like, you know, not even a starter anymore, it's going to be quick and it's going to be ugly. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, we, it's something that we saw from Blake Griffin that we were like, how is he going to adapt? Because he doesn't shoot the three well and he relies on his uh, athletic ability. But and Blake he adapted the, beautifully. Yeah, he, 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 he shoots the three well. He's still on a huge contract that he does not really deserve, which makes things interesting. But, like, again, I mean, hey, we saw, we saw Blake drop a remarkably easy 40 piece in person. God, we always bring that up. I know it's a funny. It was a fun game. God, I was violent. I was violently hung over though. Uh, yeah, I, like, was, I, I like barely remember the game. It was such a bummer. But it was just like, <laughs> what? I just don't. What do the Rockets do? Like, what? What is their plan? Well, the Gundy. What? Van Gundy. I uh, maybe. Um, they were talking to him. They were talking to Ty Lu. Um, Bill you O'Brien. Know, a, a big thing too is. I think. I think it's got to be Bill O'Brien. he'll take he'll do the same thing he did with the texans take over gm and head coach it'll work perfectly and run the team into the ground more than he already has yeah he just has he just has a thing for just ruining houston franchises i you hear no complaints from me um i i this could be a lot too like you know there's a new head coach maybe tillman does not want to go in this direction anymore he's like okay i want to i'll get a gm who I like his vision, who will be able to pick his own head coach um, or will have the head coach that he wants. If we're going to blow it up, we start fresh, just clean slate now. Because it's not unheard of if you don't bring back your head coach to not bring back your GM as well, if you're going to kind especially, of go in a direction. All, especially in a situation like the Rockets where yeah. Maury and this does, Anthony yeah, this, were so in lockstep. Yeah, this does indicate that they're going to make a big change, though, because you're not going to not bring back your GM and not bring back your head coach if you're not going to make a big change, right? Yeah, I mean, look, I don't want to – there's only so without much blowing it up, the only, right now. Yeah, like, without, without blowing it up, the only trade piece they have is Daniel House, which is like I – mean, What does that get you? Yeah, not much. <laughs> gun to your head <laughs> gun to your head right now, and then we'll move on. Is James Harden a rocket next season? Oh god! Um, fuck it, I'll be bold. No, <laughs> like, I I think he will, but the the like inner like demon in me is just like no, he won't. Like second gun to your head, where does he play? That's an impossible question. I you got two guns on you right now. Give me an answer. Fuck, dude, you just pull the trigger at that point. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I gotta look at teams that like have cap space. Um, and low key, all I'm gonna say lowest of keys right lowest the spurs have the third highest oh cap God. space available oh 
going uh, into next season. Wow. This is, they have, I cannot they believe have, you talk. They have two players. They have two players guaranteed after this season. You trade away LaMarcus, DeMar DeRozan, and two first-round picks. You're taking away 50 mil off your books, and you get Let's talk about the picks. antithesis of Spurs basketball. Dude, that'd be wild. Look at your goddamn arm right now and tell me you're wild. James Harden on the Spurs. Look at your I arm would, right now. I would have all – I would – it would just be constant heartburn, but that would be sick. He is, like, the exact opposite yeah, of everything that Greg Popovich sure. does. Like, sure. the exact, like, diametric opposite. For sure. But. There is no but. He's not going to the Spurs. But. What, what assets do they have? I just told you, dude. They have expiring contracts on expiring contracts. They have all the Rockets the are not trading picks. James Harden for expiring contracts. They have first. They have first round picks. They got Dejounte Murray. They have Derek White, and they have Lonnie Walker. All young players they can use. They got Pirtle the Turtle as well. Don't like, are you Luka fucking Samanich with me right now? Are you fucking with me right now? No, I'm not fucking with you. They have. They have. They have assets. Just trust, bro. You haven't been reading enough Air Alamo. That's your problem. I cannot believe what's coming out of your mouth. He'll say, man, basically anyone that has cap space and first-round picks is a player for James Harden at this point. Agree or disagree? Agree, but the Spurs are not trading for James Harden. Oh, I I didn't say the Spurs are going to trade for James Harden. Based on philosophy. I I, I didn't say the Spurs. Also, don't forget, Greg. You did say the Spurs. You did say the Spurs. Watch watch the tape. No, I didn't say the Spurs are going to trade for him or they'd want to. I just said the Spurs – have assets to trade for him. There's a big difference there. There's a big OKC has assets to trade for James Harden. They're probably not going to. I, I don't know. Actually, that would be wild. That would be really funny. <laughs> Did James Harden trade it for Chris Paul? Chris Can you Paul imagine? <laughs> like that would also be hysterical. Oh jeez. This league. Right. This league. This league. You want to uh, wrap up story some- storyline wise? Harden goes back to OKC. God, that would be the first funniest. ring with the yeah. thunder. That would be unbelievable. That'd be the funniest shit ever. Um, you want to talk if, some? Ba- you want to wrap up some baseball? Real quick, we'll get through yeah. the. Oh my god, crazy! Um, what were we even talking about? The Astros. We were, okay, we yeah, can't mention the Astros. Astros series without talking about Jose Altuve having the yips. Yeah, Woo, love to see that. Crazy. For, man. Okay, do you know who Chuck Knobloch is? Should I know who Chuck Knobloch is? No, you shouldn't. He played okay. second base for the Yankees in like the mid to late 90s. Had the exact same issue. Could not throw the ball to first base. Could Literally couldn't well, do it. No, one time. Hey, one time it was to second. Point being, he couldn't throw the ball. He like just had lost his ability to throw the baseball. And that's what's happening to Jose Altuve. And it's really fun to watch, honestly. Yeah, three errors in three games. Yep. Three errors in two games, I think. Um. A lot of them just – I won't say they led to the Astros losing, but they led to the Rays they're, taking they're leads. Not helping them. Certainly not helping. It's just um, fun to watch. And like, I've, I've very much come around on the fact that I hate the Astros more than I hate the Rays. Yeah. I, I asked you that question, like, gun to your head, you had to root for someone, and you were like, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be a question for me, honestly. I, I, the, the, the pain was still fresh in my mind. Yeah. I mean, the league hates the Astros, but the fact that they cheated against you guys – like, Makes it all the more worse. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's why. Like the Rays beat you guys because they were a better team. I don't care if you guys had beef. Like they, they were the better team. Last point on the Astros Rays series. Does it go past five? I don't think so. I don't uh, think so either. Who the hell pitches for Houston tonight is the question. 
Frankie with oh, a no. sore arm. No, like, no. yeah, no, uh, obviously, uh, it's not gonna be. It's I'm, not gonna be Valdez or or McCullers, which is like they're screwed. The Rays are somewhat fresh in their bullpen. We talked about before. They just have I a stable guys like, that can throw ninety eight. Like, <laughs> see, like that's that's not nearly as bad as my guys are savages in the box. I mean, but see, like I'm Who watching talks like that, like. That was, also, that was him yelling at an umpire. That was him yelling at an umpire. That's entirely yeah, who, that, was, that was the most stage Are we really shit talking I've ever about seen in my savages life? in the box? That was fucking two years ago. That was just saying, great, it's the oh, worst. You act like that wasn't like a top five rant we've ever seen. No, I enjoyed the John Boy video. I, that, that was the most staged shit I've ever seen in my goddamn life. What do you life. mean staged? Who the hell? T- my guys are savages. In the- Who talks like my that, bro? My ass is in the jackpot right now. I'm Terry Collins. That was also Terry stupid. Collins is like 75 years old. He talks like that. Terry, they help are savages me. savages in the box. Help me help you out. Help me help you out. <laughs> anyway. Real savages in the box scoring a run in, the, in an elimination game. Talk, okay. Um, uh, what do you mean? How's that a dig at me? The fact that your your books are going to be in shambles, and we're going to we're going to buy DJ Lemayhu from you guys. Yeah, there's no okay. way DJ Lemayhu is not in pinstripes next year. By the way, yeah, talking um, about heater notifications to get text from John Salerno. Do you want to make a trade in the dynasty league? Oh, interesting. Um, you know, I I saw uh, John Salerno just just to out him in our league. He's <laughs> giving me a lot of shit yesterday. So. You know, uh, as oh a fantasy boy. football commissioner, if, if I may speak for a little bit. As I, uh, hey, I'll let you speak. I was a commissioner yeah. at one point. It's a hard job this year. You know, you got to think of what to do COVID-wise. Um, we chose not to add IR spots. And then it, I, I, I will take the brunt of this. I didn't add them in time uh, before the season started. You can't add them mid-season. But now you can add four spots. John Salerno was giving me a lot of shit. We had made up like a free agency COVID spot. John's I was willing idea to- was jo- the Salerno plan was yeah. money, in my opinion. I was the only person yeah. who voted for the plan, and now yeah, yeah. and now now the plan is you know to have kind of that uh that like uh, substitute player as long as you choose them before the one o'clock start yeah, game I, for I, COVID. I yeah. don't know why people were so opposed to that idea. It makes it was opposed. Sense. And John's it was, right. It, like it is. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a great it's idea. Fun, it's absurd to ask fantasy owners to like have to worry about like games getting postponed due to COVID. Like it's a great idea. Um, the reason we didn't go through with it is because it was suggested at like 12, 15 PM and I was about to drive home and no one was answering. Um, okay, so that's why I wasn't suggested. And also at that point, the Kansas city, new England game was probable. Like they said it was on, they said they didn't have any more, uh, any more, um, any more test positive. Like that's why it's like, it, it wasn't in, at that point, it was literally just a, you know, a player being questionable for Monday night football. Yeah. Um, John Salerno yesterday asking me to add an extra roster spot for him and to help him do things. So I'm outing him for Yikes. trying to collude with the commissioner. Collusion. Um, before we wrap up the Astros. Uh, so we can just talk about the Dodgers real quick. Um, you know, we were talking about that great uh, about Granky being kept in there. Uh, pretty crazy. That game last night was the mm. first time in the whole AL that the starting uh, the two starting pitchers have gone six innings, which is crazy. Out of the 40 wow. times in, in the postseason that there's been a starting pitcher, so the games that there have been, 22 of them, um, a, starter has, a starter has pitched six full. Only eight times have they gone seven full. It's crazy. That's baseball today, man. Yeah. I mean, that's nothing new either in October, um, but it's just even more crazy considering there's basically no days off in between games. I mean, there are no days off in between Which games. is 
so fucking stupid. But yeah. anyways, Dodgers Astros or yeah, Dodgers Braves. Dodgers Braves, yeah. I guess the Braves weren't gonna sweep the entire postseason. Yeah, I guess. I not. guess the Dodgers were uh, mad. Look, the Dodgers are good. Like, if people yeah. – like, yeah, I, I don't think I expected the Dodgers to put up 11 runs in the first inning good. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's a reason the Dodgers were the best team in baseball this year. Mm-hmm. I, and I think it, it's summed up right here. The Dodgers only lost back-to-back games five times this season. Mm-hmm. In the game, the day after they lost back-to-back games, five times, went 5-0, and and they outscored their opponents 44-15 to in those games after they lost back-to-back. The That's really lose good, two, right? doesn't lose three straight. Like, it's good, right? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Very, very good. Num- numbers say good. Numbers say good. Numbers say good. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Good to know. Um, I mean, this again. This is a good. And this team. should be a hell of a series. Like, yeah. I mean, this is a team that in game. T- I mean, you know, this is this. I feel this like becomes- people were. I feel like people were really overreacting to. Okay, yeah. The Braves yeah. smoked them in game one. Get to a one-run game with a winning run at the yeah. plate. Like that was anyone's ball game. Yeah. Like yeah, it was like. I was talking with Nick Arpino about it. He's like, yeah, those, you know, Braves were losing. They, they were, the Braves were up the whole game. Like, that just got close to the ninth inning. I'm like, well, yeah, they got close in the ninth inning. The game was still going on. Like, <laughs> yeah, right? Like, like this is not an instance of like, the game looking close. Like, the, the Yankees Braves game that was like an 8 4 final, that was not a four run game. Stan had a two run shot in the eighth, and we didn't touch a ball the rest of the game. Like, mm-hmm. this was a one run game. The Dodgers had the game winning run up at the plate in the ninth inning. Like, that's not. That's not an illusion. That's not like looking closer than it was. It was a close ass game. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, it's not like the Braves were in complete control of the whole game in game one. Right. And like, you know, I think we probably have the same opinion. Um, the momentum is shifting LA's way. Right. Obviously that's going to be the case when you win 15 to one. I, like, but I wouldn't even call it like shifting LA's way. I'd say it's like, a, this is going to be a good ass series. Like it's going to be close. Every, like, yeah, like, okay, the momentum is, like, trending in, towards the Dodgers. Like, the Dodgers are still down 2-1. I, I, it's just, like, yeah. through three games, I feel like it's hard to say, like, where's the momentum, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, you're down, you're down 2-0, um, and you, you take that win. Now the Braves are like, all right, bet. Like, we got we to gotta come back here, uh, and we got to, you know, we got to be strong. We maybe overestimate, underestimate our opponent, this and that. I doubt it was that. Um, yeah, like gonna, that, yeah, that type of it thing. It was going to happen eventually. Happen but, but, I mean, if you're the Dodgers, you're looking at game two and you're like, yo, we staged a big comeback and lost by one. We had the tying run at third, right? We come mm-hmm. back in game three and we absolutely whoop their asses. Smoke and then them. 11 runs in the back. first inning. Postseason yeah. record. And then yeah, classic Braves, by the way. Um, and then you come back in game four and you got Clayton Kershaw on the mound. Like – you got, are you if, con- the question is how confident are you with Clayton Kershaw? And Clayton Kershaw has been good. Clayton in the Kershaw postseason. two days after he got scratched. I, if he's back if he's issues, healthy. which he has had yeah. in the past. If he's, he's not healthy. healthy, I can tell you that much. He's not healthy. Okay, he's, saw, he's pitching. He's Zach not healthy. Granke, Zach Granke isn't healthy, and he went six strong yesterday. You know, like Zach Granke also doesn't have a history of choking in the postseason. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, does Clayton Kershaw not have a yeah, history of, he does. of choking in the postseason? He does. I mean, Clayton Kershaw just has to give them enough because Atlanta's bullpen got worked last night, and they have a rookie on the mound tonight in Bryce Wilson, spelled B-R-Y-S-E. B-R-Y-S-E. Which is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Name my firstborn, Bryce. He hasn't pitched since September 22nd. He hasn't gone over five innings in a season. 
He's got like, 15.2 innings in the regular season. Like, yeah. this guy doesn't, barely pitched. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, this was the question with Atlanta, with all their injuries in the rotation, is what can they do after the first two starters if, you know, if their bullpen is getting worked? Like, this is probably going to yeah. be a bullpen game for them, and they got worked I don't know. If I'm a, yesterday. If I'm a Dodgers fan, I want to get into the NFL here, but, like, if I'm a Dodgers fan, I am – very nervous about Clayton Kershaw on the mound tonight. You should be nervous, but you should be especially because good about back. the situation. Yes, especially but at the same time. more because it's his back. Clayton yeah. Kershaw's back has been an issue for two full Couple, seasons yeah. now, and if he just um, got scratched from his game two start because of back issues, like how much better is he going to be feeling today as opposed yeah. to two days ago? But is it fair? Can we? Can you be feeling you know a little nervous? Because it's Kershaw and, you know, two days after he got scratched, but also feeling good about the position you're in, right? Because you can tie this series up at two. That's a brand-new series. Yeah? Look, it, it, if I'm, Clayton Kershaw's just got to deliver. It's that simple. Yeah. Or he's, he's just got to outplay. He's got to outplay uh, Bryce Wilson, right? That's Bryce Wilson, yes. Bryce Wilson. Um, I'd be worried if I was a Dodgers fan. Hey, but shout out you. I mean, I laughed in your face because you had the Braves going in the World Series. Um, looking good. Yeah, looking I had Braves Rays. I'm feeling yeah. real good about that right now. You had uh, you had Stroh's Rays, right? No, I had Braves Rays. No, I'm I'm saying in the ALCS. Yeah. Yeah, you had Stroh's Rays. Yeah. In the ALCS. Oh, so you had so you got both your uh, championship yeah. series, right? Oh. Yeah. What a concept. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> Um, all right. NFL. Um, this morning, the Falcons had to shut down their facility because they had four positive tests. They weren't confirmed. Four positive. Yeah. Yeah. Not confirmed. Out of with all the shit happening, you got to be careful. Um, but now Shefty came out and said that it's just one staff member, not a player. So they should be, they should be, they should be fine. They got to monitor it. Yeah. Um, Uh, because Le'Veon Bell cut by the jets. Hysterical. Good for him. Honestly. Yeah. I, how does Adam Gase still have a fucking job, man? Like they he literally must be like he must be so good at like selling himself. Like that dude should be like a motivational speaker. Dude, like if you're a Jets fan and they're like, we're introducing Adam Gase, and then you see his press conference and he's just like He looks like, like the dude in yeah. Men in Black with like the like the uh yeah. guys, like just bugs. Yeah, just possessed by bugs. Like literally, that's what Adam Gase looks like. <laughs> Dude, like, if you're a Jets fan, you gotta just be wondering, like, once again, what the fuck are we? What is we doing? Like, I mean, like, I don't know. What, life is like, just Adam, hell. If you're I don't a Jets know fan. what Adam Gase's relationship is, like, the Jets front office. I'd imagine they have like meetings during the week, probably. Like, what does Adam Gase say in these meetings to convince the Jets front office that he still deserves his job? What does he possibly say? Uh, I walk. I walk up to a professor. I've missed every assignment. I've failed every exam. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, uh, professor so and so. I I deserve an A in this class. Okay, but what if, what if you're? But I've got, up I've got potential. Friend. I got potential. Yeah. Okay. I'm a. Like, I'm a genius like, in this. Subject. I feel like this sounds like you in class. Like, not miss every assignment, but. <laughs> okay. Get out of here. <laughs> oh really you don't make me pull out the receipts bro new telecom why don't you tell everyone how late you were heading <laughs> in those assignments did i pass the class yeah you did pass and adam gaze is not passing the class did right you now. learn anything in that class hey we made our logo with canva so i guess so and, and we and anchor. anchor and anchor 
Did you learn anything anything beyond? Okay, we're not giving him any credit. I'm not going to say his name out of respect. Yeah. Did you learn anything? Nice guy. Nice guy. Sort of. Did you learn anything other than the name of those two websites? Remember when he didn't know my name like four months into the class? Yep. What did he call me? He called me Matthias or something? He called you like... Oh, he called me Mateo. 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 This motherfucker called me Mateo like... It was like November. Right, it's it's fall but semester. Like well into the semester. Yeah, this is my last semester in college, and I'm like, I'm kind of on cruise control at this point. I'm not really worried about this class. And he's like, Mateo, like, why don't you come present? And I'm like, Yeah, it's not my name. And he was like, What? And I was like, Bro, are you dead ass right now? Well, to this guy's credit, he's like a screenwriting professor trying to teach a class about. New okay, to his credit, technology. to his credit, over his head on the in the class. To his credit, he can't remember my fucking name. Get the fuck out. That's, that, that is disrespectful beyond belief. Why are we talking anyway. about? Why are we talking about our, the guy? Because Le'Veon Bell. Um, right. Now, no, because Adam I Gates. Think, I think that's a little unfair because think of like, think of like you're failing all your assignments, um, you're pulling in terrible performances, you barely show up to class, um, but you're also like sick, right? That's what Adam Gates is. He's had in, they've had injuries before, but at a certain point. Everyone's had injuries, right? Like you, you got to yeah, try, try being this bad for like three years. Yeah. <laughs> Two. Two years. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's just like, I don't, I don't know if Le'Veon getting released is so much on Adam Gase though. Right. Like it's easy to like, just jump on him, but well, like, no, it's, it's, it's about Le'Veon Bell having zero interest yeah. in playing for the team anymore. Okay. Zero interest, which is kind of fair. Um, well, fair or not. Like, yeah. yeah. Very fair. But also, like, you, you got to look at it, too, in the sense that they said they were shopping Le'Veon Bell, and three hours later, they released him, right? And they were like, yeah, we didn't find anyone to trade Well, because they like, probably realized just, that... Wait till, wait, but wait until the deadline. Like, okay, but, like, if there's... can't go down. It can, because you can play him and he gets hurt. Okay, and then you just release him anyway. Like, right? I think it's, a, I think it's the type of thing where Le'Veon Bell is a vet. He's been in the league. He says, I, I don't want to play here. Are you like, are you going to keep that guy around? We've seen this happen so many times. We've seen this. This is not a new situation at all. We've seen this happen. Okay. Yeah. Fair. But on numerous okay, what, teams. And, and we've seen Le'Veon hold out before, right? Worst You've case also scenario. Seen literally Le'Veon Bell do this. Yeah. I'm not even talking but, about Le'Veon like demanding a release. I'm talking about yeah. any NFL player. We've seen this. Guys okay. get stuck in a bad fair. situation. Okay. It's say, okay, I literally have zero interest in playing for this team. Release me. But but the that's fact nothing that, new. Okay, that's fair. But the fact that they looked for trades for three hours, like that's so little. Because okay, hear, gonna... hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Right, bro. They... I don't know why you're like freaking out about this. This happens no, no, no. every year. I know, but like a player of that caliber, the fact that you shopped him for three hours didn't it find happens anything. Every year, you know, we've I... talked about this. Calais Campbell got traded for a seventh. Okay, but he got – Clay Campbell's a much better player than Le'Veon Bell. But that, that is more return than they got for Le- – they literally got diddly dick for Le'Veon Bell. Like, okay, well, they probably talked talk to other GMs, and they were like, yeah, no, we're not trading for him. And so they're like, okay, shit, we're releasing him. I, so I, I think it's – why you're so, like, caught up on this. This is, like, not dude, I just story. Because I just think, like, Le'Veon's stock can't get lower if you're going to release him anyway. It it's can just a matter only of res- get higher. It's, like, it's not a matter of, like, value. I think it's literally just a matter of, like, respect for a veteran who's been in the league. And he's like, I do not want to play here in the slightest. I don't know. I, I think at that point, the team has to have some sort of control. It's like, not a story, though. Like, 
it's a story because we got the clown the Jets, right? Like it's the clown the Jets, but like this is nothing new about a player demanding his release from a team and they just release no, him. I understand, but like a team like the Jets who are in full rebuild and like they just threw so much money at Le'Veon and they've played him for 18 games, like Okay, but like clearly if they if there was gonna be a trade, they could have found something. Like what the yeah, three hours again, what the three hours indicates hours. to me is they asked around and they knew there was nothing. But okay, you're like you're the yeah, Jets, the Jets are like, the Jets are not a good franchise. They're not well run. But like, right. come on, like you don't think they okay. could if, if there was a trade to be found? I think they could have figured it out. Okay, but even if it's just the seventh. But why okay. are we still talking about this? All I'm saying, worst case scenario, right? Le'Veon rushes for is it is he a player of that caliber? Is like capable of rushing for a hundred yards? over the next two, three games. What are you saying? I'm saying is that you could have at least gotten a seventh for him. Clearly like, they couldn't have. Are you a fact, better GM than whoever the hell the Jets GM is? Woody Johnson? No, who the hell? I don't even know who the Jets he's GM the, is. He's the owner. Um, Joe Douglas. Like, right. I, Joe Douglas is a good GM, which makes us all the more perplexing. I just think you no, wait. it makes it all the more understandable. He couldn't oh, have you wait. You wait. There was no value three, for him. There was no way for the trade for him. Three hours, you don't think they could have found it? Like, if the fact that they waited three hours clearly shows that they did not have a trade to be made. I don't think you can. I don't think you Bro, can. Bro, like, three you're hours. not smarter than an NFL GM. Neither am I. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm pretty Get the fuck smart. out of here. I'm pretty what smart. Are you saying? Pretty smart. Bugging. Absolutely um, bugging. All right. Uh, games to watch for this week. There are a couple good games. Um, we got to start with Brown Steelers, right? <laughs> got to start with it. I mean, you kind of. I mean, it's funny. It's it's a four and zero Steelers team, and a four and one Browns team. Like, I, like I'm joking. It's the Browns are four and one. Like, holy shit, the Browns. Are the Browns are like a top ten team. This is fucking crazy. I saw them at like six on someone's power rankings. Not yeah. mine, but like, they're looking pretty good. I mean, that Colts defense was good coming into the last week. Still is yeah. good. Yeah. The Browns won that game pretty handily. Wow, it's almost like. And hear me out. This is a crazy concept, right? It's almost like you have very good wide receivers. You have good tight ends. You have very good running backs. And you have at least, you have like a solid quarterback. Don't forget right? your Kevin Stefanski. Yeah. Well, it's almost like if you can figure out some sort of system, which shouldn't be that hard, you can win football games, right? <clears throat> You're big on the being smarter than NFL teams vibe today, aren't you? I'm, I'm not saying I'm smarter than Kevin. I'm not saying I'm smarter than Hugh Jackson. Actually, I might be. Smarter than Hugh Jackson? Yeah, probably. Like, um, and the amount of times that I accidentally accidentally called him. On this show alone, Hugh Jackman is hilarious. Um, I yeah. Um, I, I found two questions, and maybe you agree with these. Let me know what you think. Um, first of all, can Cleveland secondary handle – the Steelers weapons, right? Because probably not. <laughs> probably not. We saw them do a pretty good job last week against the Colts. A okay, lot of that was Philip Rivers just being bad. To compare the Colts offense to the Steelers no. offense. I know. Not even close to the same level. Like not even close. You're saying the Steelers, the Colts are a lot better? Uh no. Okay. Okay. I was like, I was like, I don't <laughs> Yeah. No, well, Steelers, I, you start you yeah. like gave me that look and I was like what do you mean? Yeah, no, I, I, I just meant to make sure. <laughs> I just to make sure we were on the same page here. Um, a lot of it was Philip Rivers just playing terribly last week, well, and like I think, it, I think it's a combination of like Philip Rivers not being great, and like who the hell, like what weapons yeah. did the Colts have? Ty yeah. Hilton. The Colts, um, 
No, I mean Mo Alley Cox. Mo Alley. Stop they everything. Have, Mo they, Alley they Cox. Have, they have speedy receivers, but they're not like very good. Like they're Pittman not. was Pittman was out last game. Um, they have Zach are, Pascal. Are we really debating who's got the no. better offense here? Yeah, no, yeah, no. The Steelers have a lot more weapons. Um, and Cleveland's secondary has been the question mark for them. Is can they handle? It's not the really a question offense. mark. This Cleveland, like outside of Denzel Ward, like their secondary is not good. They've got a, I, yeah. like their pass rush and specifically Miles Garrett. Yeah. bails out their secondary a lot. And like Miles mm-hmm. Garrett is that type of player who can just kind of like wreck your shit offensively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is. Like there was a reason yeah. he was the number one overall pick. Yeah, I think he's been the highest rated pass rusher through uh through the first five weeks I saw through really? PFF. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Um and then the second question I had is can Cleveland handle the blitz? Because that I'm more confident in. They're all they're yeah. all playing really well. I don't know what Wyatt they're like starting guard Wyatt Teller came uh-huh. out of last week's game. I don't know what his yeah. status is right now. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be big. Uh, he yeah, he was he looked like he was gonna come back for the majority of the game. They kept saying like like questionable, probable the dreaded incoming. Q. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, uh, I, I saw the name, uh, Blitzberg. Um, they, th- some numbers on them. They have blitzed on over half of their past plays that they've faced. They've recorded a pressure on over half of those blitzes, 52%, which is the best in the NFL. Their secondary has not been as good as last year. They still have a good defense, but their bread and butter has been their pass rush and their ability to get to the quarterback. Well, their pass rush and also Minka Fitzpatrick is just such a unique piece, and they can deploy him in so many different ways that he like he literally is kind of like an eraser in terms of like you, know, you can you can he's he's just so versatile. He's literally like a Derwin James type, where it's like you can play him in whatever role you need. Like, wherever you think is, like, the most important spot on the field to cover on a given play, if you're the Steelers, you're probably putting Minka Fitzpatrick there. Yeah. Like, wherever you think the offense is trying to go, you put Minka there, and then you send Heat, and it's like, all right, Heat coming, you know, got to get the ball out quick. Oh, shit, I don't want to throw it to Minka Fitzpatrick. Oh, shit, I got sacked. Like, that's mm-hmm. what they're doing, and it's working. Yeah. I, you know, I good, think te- good teams know how to play to their strengths. Yeah. Um, I, you know, strength of the Browns. Uh, we were wondering what they were going to rely on last week, right? With no Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt is really good, but the Colts have a good run defense. They have a good defense in general. And they yeah. came out and they threw the Statistically shit Statistically number one in the league going into last week, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Um, and they, they threw the shit out of the ball. So now what do they do against the Steelers? If their O-line can hold up and they can exploit those, you know, those one-on-ones. I mean, they're still going to be looking to get the ball going on the yeah. ground. Yeah, the Steelers have, again, a very good run defense. Well, and the and crazy thing is the Browns have finally realized, like, oh, wait, we've got this, this guy 13, this Odell Beckham guy. It'd be pretty good right. if we, like, well, that's what just I was run talking. him 50 yards down the field every play. That's that, I wasn't trying to, like, say I'm smarter than previous Browns head coaches, which but it is possible. Uh, it's possible. Freddie um, Kitchens, huge That's effort. what I'm saying. Like, it's almost like, wow, you have a lot of good pieces. Just figure out how to put them together, right? And that's obviously yeah. the million-dollar question. And Stefanski is a good coach, but like you have a million dollar question. Like, yeah. Um, next game, Packers Bucks. Bad, the great. Definitely Brady. the game I'm most excited for this yeah. week. Brady's Brady versus Rogers. Like that. That's got to be the main storyline of the game. I think so. I yeah, yeah. obviously. Like yeah, duh. I not even storyline, but like the main like stylistic matchup is what can Rogers do against the Bucks defense? Because the Bucks defense yeah. has been phenomenal this season. They were really yeah, good last they, year too. Yeah, I, like, I said it like it was a surprise. Like the Bucks defense was one of the best in the league last year, and they picked up the run defense was very bad though. The run defense was bad, and they shorted up. 
That's but what they, they really still were. Yeah. Like, that was the remarkable thing. It's like their run defense was yeah. trash, but still, like yardage and points wise, they weren't that bad. Uh huh. Carlton Davis on the back end is really good. One of the highest Carlton. rated. Uh... <laughs> oh, I was gonna get to that, but it's only right that you should do it. Honestly, yeah, exactly. Um, this is a big test for the Bucks. Like they were, um, you know, they lost against the Bears. It's a pretty good Bears team, not a great Bears team. Uh, a, a perhaps a fraudulent Bears team, perhaps. Per chance, um, but like we or talked about, last... Union. If you're listening, Frank Rossi, you can't keep calling them frauds, dude. Like they, yeah, they ran over us. They're still frauds. Um, I, uh, you know, it, it's a Bucks team that has to go out and prove it. Like this is a Packers team that's fresh coming off a of bye week. They're probably going to get Devonte Adams back. I think he was a full participant last yeah, practice. No, um, there, it's really going to come down to. Can the Bucks get healthy uh, on the offensive side, right? Because the the big the big thing coming into the season for Brady was, you know, he's not the same Brady he was before, but he has a lot better weapons than he That's did. Probably the best weapons yeah. he's had since like Randy Moss. But at least compared to last season, it was just it was an compared absurd. To last step like up. three, four years, yeah. honestly. Okay, but I'm just going from last season where we saw his play really, his play really decline to this season, right? A lot better. Yeah. But Mike Evans has been banged up, and it's an ankle injury, which if you're going to have him play most weeks and at full capacity, like he's not going to recover fully from it, but you can play through it. He just doesn't look like himself. He's got an ankle injury. He's still having a good season. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, this is a top five receiver in the league. Yeah. Not having a top five receiver in the league season. Um, Chris Godwin missed last game with the hammy. He's with limited practice, so he might play. Um, but – you know, without them too, like who are the receivers? Scotty Miller, uh, Gronk. The Gronk is a shell of himself. Yeah, honestly. Gronk is. I can see like towards the end of the season that like, Gronk and Brady kind of start getting back on the same page, but it's not going to be like the same it's, like destructive yeah. effect that it was in their prime, obviously. And I mean, and no one really expected it to, right? If you were, if you watched any Patriots football two seasons ago, like you knew that that wasn't going to happen. Like he was a non-factor. No, Gronk is washed. Like, it's just a matter yeah, of them yeah. being on the same page for, like, you know, a third and four. Who do you think Brady's throwing yeah. the ball to? And that is worth something, for sure. It is, absolutely. He's not even their starting tight end. Like, Cameron Brady yeah. is still their starting tight yeah. end. Um, outside of, outside of uh, Jair Alexander, the Packers' pass defense has not been very good. Okay. Um, I think the, the real question here is, I see this game going into – I see it – Stylistically, I see this as much more of a shootout than yep. the Bucks defense locking up the Packers because the Packers offense is, is so multifaceted with Aaron Jones cooking the way he is. Mm-hmm. Like the Packers can kind of adapt to whatever you throw at them defensively, or the Packers offense can adapt to whatever defense throws at them. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Aaron Rodgers hasn't hit that like serious decline yet. Yeah. He's not yeah. like not <laughs> very clearly, was, yeah. but it's clearly not like fallen off the way Brady has. Yeah. Uh, last point on this game. I think it's re- going to be really interesting uh, to see how both quarterbacks, who have obviously two of the smartest and best quarterbacks in NFL history, and two good head coaches come out and they scheme because the Bucks haven't played since last Thursday night, um, and the Packers are coming off their bye week, so they've both had a lot of time to prepare for this game. Yeah. Uh, we got a doubleheader on Monday night. Uh, we'll start with the first one. Really good game, Kansas City and Buffalo. Low-key, both of them coming off ugly losses. Uh, I think Buffalo's yeah. was – More concerned for Buffalo, yeah. Yeah, Buffalo's was significantly uglier. Uh, Nolan, also, are you listening? Are you listening, Nolan? 
I'll talk about the Titans and the yeah. Titans Bills game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll start with we'll start with that game. It was really ugly. Bills committed like eleven penalties, had three turnovers, and give credit, I, the Titans played really well. It's it's so ugly to the point where like you can kind of just flush it. Like this is get, this is what the Titans want to do though. They want to play that ugly football. But it, not even that's not even quite what I was getting at. I'm more mean from like the Bills perspective, like. Mm-hmm. You come into a like you lose a game like that, you just gotta be like, well, shit. Like clearly, we did not have yeah. the right game plan here. Like mm-hmm. it's the type of thing where you're just like back to the drawing board. Like there's yeah, nothing. Like, forget it. Let's move on. Like, exactly. Like you got smoked. You played yeah. poorly, and the Titans played phenomenally. Like there's nothing. Yeah. Obviously, can't live in the past, but like mm-hmm. I was saying, it was an ugly game for the Bills, not the Titans. No one. Come on. Yeah, the, the, the Titans. Take a, took advantage of every opportunity they got, and they played well defensively, right? Yeah. And it was huge for them to get A.J. Brown back, and they didn't have uh, Tredavious White, the, the Bills, which is a big factor. That's literally the number, yeah. number one corner. <laughs> Got to talk about Josh Norman, right? I mean, not only, did he, not only was Josh Norman getting smoked all game, like, he got put into the fucking ground, dude. He dude, got taken to murders people. Like it, and that—that that is one of the craziest stiff arms I've seen because there's a difference between stiff arming someone and pushing them off and pushing them to the ground. He took them off his feet. Yeah, like, like, and not even like off like a grab, but just like bah, and he knocked them down. I, that was like he he put them into a coffin. And, and, and the question you got here is like, do you who's more concerned after a one of those teams is going to lose? Mm-hmm. That's kind of the way football works. No, who's, who's no, what more, if they tie? I mean, they could tie. They could tie. I fucking hope they don't tie. <laughs> that would be so funny. Who's more right. concerned after a loss? Back-to-back losses for one of these teams. I, I don't think – if I'm Kansas City, I'm not concerned yeah. until it's like yeah. week 14 you're not in the playoffs yet. I, I, I'm, 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 con- I'm more concerned for the Bills um, because the thing was like, you know, the Bills played what we – they played like rookie year Josh Allen this game right without a very good defense yeah. he was he made bad mistakes he was trying to force the ball into stefan diggs consistently and, uh, some of that is like you get down yeah. big early you gotta take yeah. those chances um but he he didn't play well he played sloppy no, absolutely and, i'm like, not saying i'm not saying yeah. josh allen played well i'm saying like game script wise like you go down big early you have to force passes and take chances you wouldn't take in a game where you're like in a better in a better situation than down big yeah i, I think we're on the same page though like um, uh, more concerning for the Bills if they lose. Yeah. Um, I and just the, want to bring this up. Go for it. No, sorry, sorry. You know, you make your point. You make your point. I was just gonna say the Chiefs are the Chiefs at this point are the type of team where it's like you're not worried about them until they're mm-hmm. not until they're like literally in danger of missing the playoffs. I'm not worried about the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Gonna say? No, no, I agree. Um, I, I was looking up the the weight difference between um between Derrick Henry and Josh Norman. I, I just wanted to bring that up. Um, Derrick Henry is 6'3", 247, and Josh Norman is 6'190". Wow. Um, Also, when looking up Derrick Henry's name, I found one of his, uh, one of his, um, one of his, uh, his nicknames. Tractorcito, which is small, small tractor in Spanish. Interesting. It doesn't, doesn't play roll off the tongue very nicely. Imagine you're like, first down, tractor seat. <laughs> like, also, his middle name is Lamar, which makes a lot of sense on why he's nice. 
Anyway. Derek, <laughs> Lamar, Tractor, Cito, Henry. Yeah. Okay. I, well, that got, rolls off the tongue. Uh, Dallas, Arizona. <laughs> How did I – look, people are talking about, like, Andy Dalton's going to be fine with his offense. Dak couldn't get this Cowboys offense to more than one win. How do you, where do you get off by assuming that Andy Dalton is going to get them more wins? Than you ask Dak me how Prescott? I get off. You ask me how I get off. That is not at all what I that's was what, asking you. Actually, you um, it's a saying. Sorry, I've been saying I've been watching too much. Uh, Always Sunny. That's Jesus. literally all I say. Um, sorry, what was the question? I completely zoned as soon as you said that. <laughs> like, where do people think Andy Dalton is going to do more than Dak Prescott was doing and lead the Cowboys to wins? I mean, How? what is the logic there? It makes no sense. I mean, like, it's no. not even just like Twitter. It's like people yeah. actually writing articles, like NFL writers talking about like, oh, like Andy Dalton's going to get the Cowboys season back on track. I'm like, Dak Prescott is a better quarterback than Andy Dalton. Don't think that's a particularly wild take. Nope. Dak Prescott got the Cowboys one win thanks to a literally the most perfect onside kick you could ever like conceive mm-hmm. of. Yep. Andy Dalton is not a starter. He's like at his absolute peak. Andy Dalton was like the picture of perfectly average quarterback play. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cowboys need a lot yeah. more than average quarterback play to win some games here. Before we continue on this, our if you're watching on Instagram Live, our live is about to end. And if you want to keep hearing us talk about the NFL, just make sure you tune in to our Spotify, which will be posted a little later. Um, yeah, Ben. I look. I, the, the question is like. Does this look worse for the Dallas coaching staff if they can win with Andy Dalton, right? Because they only it looks they really won. confusing if they yeah. could win with Andy Dalton. I'll tell you, which that is like much. it's it's always going to look good if you can win with a backup quarterback, right? Agree? Can we agree that Andy Dalton is the best backup in the NFL? No. Yeah. Right. No. Who? I don't know. I I don't know off the top of my head. I don't think I've call Andy Dalton clearly the best backup in the NFL. He he's a top tier backup. He's a yeah, he's a top tier backup. I don't there know. There aren't I, yeah. And and what do you what, what do you win by being the best yeah, backup no. in the NFL? Nothing. But you know you you bring in if there's someone if your starting quarterback's gonna go down, there are a few quarterbacks I'd rather have than Andy Dalton. Which Would you again, have Mitch Trubisky or Andy Dalton? Uh, <laughs> But this is what I'm saying. Like, is Andy Dalton? Uh, is, Andy Dalton's not like neither the best backup in the NFL. Tank. Yeah. Okay. Um, but he's he's one of the best. Um, yeah. We've seen Andy Dalton a couple of years ago in the somewhat recent uh, past uh, perform well with good offensive weapons. He played really poorly last season. He got benched when he had no offensive line. Didn't have AJ Green. Didn't have good offensive weapons. Um, Look, I mean, this is an off. It's it's really going to come down to can Andy Dalton can they scheme Andy Dalton up enough that he can get the ball out of his hands quickly, um, or they can get the running game going because low key what okay, we've been talking they- about Cowboys offense has not been the problem, but Zeke has not been playing up to the level that we expect and you need of him. If they can but get the Cowboys game, defense, like the Cowboys defense, doesn't provide them the opportunities to play the game that yeah. they want to. No, Dallas absolutely. has always Dallas last five six years has been about like the run game, controlling the clock, feed Zeke, feed Zeke, feed Zeke, put it on his stomach. It's such a stupid fucking yeah, tattoo. So, so stupid. The like Dallas's defense didn't get any better. 
No. Unless I miss, unless they just signed like a roster full of all pros, their defense still blows. They actually just traded for Stephon Gilmore, uh, Gilmore, Calais Campbell, and Aaron Donald. Okay, well, okay, Dallas defense <laughs> is good now. Like, I mean, it just it doesn't make any sense. If Dak Prescott couldn't get you any wins, how's Andy Dalton going to get you any wins? Are yeah. you just going to start running the ball more that when you're down three scores in the first half? Like, yeah, and I mean, we 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 talked about it doesn't, this last it doesn't week. add up. It literally just doesn't add up. Talked about this last week. Like Dallas' schedule does not get easier. And it's like at the NFC East, but like they're just as bad as anyone in the NFC East now. Yeah, I mean, they've they, luckily for them, they've only played one game in conference. Um, in division, but I, yes, that too. Um, but yeah, they do not have. They, you would say conference for everything, bro. What are you doing? I know, man. I'm bugging. I don't um, know if you guys <laughs> caught. I, I, I'm gonna blow you up real quick. I don't know if you guys caught rough. this on our YouTube upload from Monday's show. Matias called the AL and NLCS the MLB okay. conference series. Okay, but uh, there's a difference between like sends me the thinking, link to post it. I'm looking at the time. I'm like, Jesus Christ! I do a show I, with this kid. I, I I had been looking at cars and apartments for like five hours that day. There's there's a big. I will I'll admit that I made that mistake. But there's a difference between thinking it was conference series and just accidentally writing conference series. Right. I still wrote it. Yeah, I so as I'll admit. To anyways, it, but, anyways, anyways, anyways. Um. Dallas is just as bad as anyone in the division. Yeah. They um, couldn't, like, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. There was so much noise about, like, okay, the Cowboys are going to turn around. I'm like, were they? Were the Cowboys going to turn around? Like, how? Maybe their defense, got, like, gets marginally better. But, like, <laughs> how do they get better? I don't know. Uh, they'll, they'll figure something out eventually, you know. Definitely not concerning. They? they just let up, like, 34 points to the fucking Giants who hadn't scored a touchdown since week two. Like, yeah. Like I'm saying, like, where, where does the Cowboys' defense get better? It doesn't. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> we're going to run through the rest of the slate of games, just give a point or two on each one. Uh, Denver at New England. Uh, they both are coming a, off a their bye. Snooze. Yeah, it should be a snooze fest. Um, no word if Gilmore is going to play. Oh, no, what? Cam is expected to play. Yeah, Cam and Gilmore will both be back. Denver has nothing offensively. Their defense has been good. Um, but better uh, than I, it was, but yeah, like not good, good. No, um, I see New England rolling in this game. Same. Um, Chicago at Carolina, a, a surprisingly interesting game, right? No Christian McCaffrey still. Carolina's won three straight, and Chicago's yep. four and one. Hey, Teddy Bridgewater, man. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, if you listen to second floor sports, you know there is nothing wrong with being a game manager quarterback, right? And that's exactly what Teddy Bridgewater is. You yeah. don't have to throw the ball all over the field, play smart on offense, don't turn it over. If it's Their working, defense, it's working. Like, a win is a win, no matter I how thought, you get it. I thought Carolina was going to win, like, two to four games this season. They're already at three, so tip of the cap to them. Um, you know, it's, I, I wonder what their offense – What? hope McCaffrey doesn't play this week. Next, you have Mike Davis and fans. Yup. Um, interesting, you know, like, it's – Obviously, they're not better with Christian McCaffrey uh, on the sidelines, but how does they're this They're a little bit more diverse. Offense? Yeah, how does they're a little bit more diverse. That's always so interesting when a star player goes out and a team, like, plays better, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, next game, Cincinnati at Indianapolis. Rough back-to-back. Yeah, Joe Burrow. Burrow. <laughs> Literally, welcome to the league, man. Like, he got sacked seven times by the Ravens through the first two and a half quarters. Like, yeesh, man. That can be fun. Not gonna be fun. Um, Detroit, Detroit at Jacksonville, probably can't the worst wait. game of the week. Can't wait, can't wait. Uh, oh. Next game. <laughs> Actually, no, no, yeah, I'll say that is definitely the worst game of the week. Yeah, 
Uh, Atlanta at the Vikings. We said it was questionable. I I've got to imagine. Unless they're yeah. more positive, I've got to imagine that game is perfectly fine. That game seems like it's on track to play. Um, possible Atlanta picks up their first win of the season with no Or possible Minnesota looks at a really well-played game against the Seahawks and kind of turns it into a little momentum against yeah. a very bad Falcons team. I lean that way, but I don't really know exactly what to think. Um, next game, Washington at the Giants. Pro won't be a good game, but because the NFC East is so wide open, it's an interesting game and worth watching. Or worth, worth keeping tabs on. <laughs> Not worth watching. I mean, like, I'll, I'll, the most You're frustrating watching. thing is, like, I will be watching it, yeah, and I will be hating uh, it. And just, like, just going to – is it a one – I assume it's a one o'clock? Yes. So you can take your nap at least. Yeah, actually, that'll work perfectly. I'll watch the Giants. I'll watch the Giants football team game. Almost said it. <laughs> the football team game. And then take my nap, and I like it won't even be depressing. It'll just be like, yeah. thank God I wasted like three hours of my Sunday watching the Giants play. You football. seem you seem pretty confident Washington's gonna uh, Washington's gonna win this game. I really don't know. Um, I, I, the Giants, I was shocked to see the Giants were like the betting favorite. Yeah, the the. Giants have been playing better the last couple of weeks, at least. Um, you know, they scored more than five points last against game. like the worst, one of the worst defenses in the league. Right. Um, but who starts at quarterback for Washington? Not Dwayne Haskins. That's crazy, man. Um, I mean, who else is it going to be? Alex Smith is going to start at quarterback. Probably not. Probably uh, going to be Kyle Allen. What do you mean? Who's going to start? It's going to be Kyle Allen again. Uh, he is cleared, yeah. Uh, but it is worth noting <laughs> that he, he got cleared in the I second literally half. Just, I literally just searched. I was like – They already announced like, it? Well, I, I, was, I was, like, making sure – I literally just looked Kyle Allen injury status, and he's fine to play. Well, well, no, I know he was fine to play, but he was also fine to play in the second half of that game. Like, he got cleared, and they chose to keep Alex Smith in there. I've got to imagine that was more precautionary. I can't – I've got to assume it's going to be Kyle Allen again. I mean, it was a concussion, and he came back clean, which is fine. Still, that's what I'm saying, like precautionary. I don't know. I would assume it's Kyle um, Allen. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore at Philly. Uh, our good friend Elliot Bauer chose <laughs> Philly as the, uh, to take the money line. I literally was telling me to hammer the money line on Philly. I think it's a Philly's offense looked good against the Steelers, which is a good sign. Good, very good defense. Um, their defense did not look good. Um, it, it's like it's not even so much about. It being Philly, who I think is bad, mm -hmm. it's more just about it being the Ravens. Like, yeah, who, what team in the league am I hammering the money line on if they're playing the Ravens? No, like, I mean, the value the, 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 I think Philly is like plus three hundred. So if, if you so even, I'd have be more inclined. To, I'd be more inclined about the spread against the Ravens. Yeah. Like, if if there's a spread that like really catches my eye, but like money line yeah. against the Ravens, yeah. I think it's like seven and a half. I think which could be interesting. Um, I think it's, I think an advantage for Philly is the fact that, you know, they're back-to-back -back teams that blitz a lot, the top two blitzing teams in Baltimore and the Steelers. The only difference is Baltimore's secondary is so much better. Much better. Marlon Humphreys is like in the conversation for defensive player of the year. Like he's been fantastic. Like I, this, I don't see early to early to go that far, yeah. I would say, but uh, next game, Houston at Tennessee. Uh, we were looking at this one for the line. We'll get to our best bets in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't see Tennessee. Interesting. <laughs> I don't, Tennessee is a run heavy team. Houston can't defend the run or do anything yeah, or win a game. Yeah. Oh, no, they won a game. Okay, they won a game. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, next game, Jets at Miami. 
Uh, no Le'Veon. What the fuck is this offense going to look I, like? There might, the be, there might be Le'Veon might play in this game. Yeah, true. Well, he could that, play. that's so. the interesting thing. Uh, Le'Veon jumped up my rankings, uh, absolutely leaped up the rankings for one of my favorite uh, non-Patriots players in the NFL just because they announced his top three teams were Chiefs, Bills, and the Dolphins. We didn't even talk about this. Uh, AKA, where we're going to go. The next um, three teams, the Jets. Play. Yeah. Unreal. Um, real quick, well, I don't want to talk about Le'Veon anymore. Yeah. Where do you think he's going to go out of those three teams? I was talking about this with Josh last night. I feel like the appeal for the Chiefs, the appeal going to the Chiefs is obviously like you want to play for a team that's got a legit shot at, at the Super Bowl. Obviously, yeah, you go with the Chiefs, you get a timeshare with Clyde, you're happy. I think there's Le'Veon might want to like dom- be like the clear number one back, which would make a little more sense for him to go to Buffalo. Mm. I think if he goes to the Buffalo, there's no, there's becomes, no competition in Miami. One, or but Miami sucks. The other, and that's yeah. the weird thing is like the Chiefs and the Bills are both like playoff got playoff teams. Yeah, he does With live near offense, Miami. Yeah. He lives in South Florida. Like it's possible he wants to play at home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at like like Le'Veon. You talk about Clyde owners are praying he doesn't go to yeah. Kansas City. I hope he goes to Kansas City just for that. Yeah. Um, I he'll he'll face the most competition in Kansas City, I'd say, just because Clyde is the best running back out of him and then Zach Moss and But and I Buffalo think Le'Veon is Devin still Singletary. good enough to, like, really take some touches from Clyde. Yeah. Oh, oh absolutely. He loves to be so multiple on offense. Like, Yeah. I mean, I would honestly assume them, too, especially with Sammy Watkins going out. They might line up Le'Veon a lot as a receiver. Yeah, like, absolutely. I mean, this, um, look how the Steelers use them. They used to run, line yeah. him up as a wide receiver. Um, which is that's what's frustrating for Jets fans is that they just did not use Le'Veon well because he was targeted one time last game yeah. and that was a game coming back from injury and they were like yeah we're gonna use him a lot uh enough about Le'Veon yeah. um next game we have is uh Rams at 49ers question is can the huge Niners right the ship for the Niners yeah huge I mean they're they're season they're season you can't call a week six game a must win like you can't you just can't call it a must win but a game where the Niners need to come out and like play well. Like if you lose to a good Rams team, you lose, but like you got to yeah. come out and play a lot better than you did against the Dolphins. Jimmy G especially played like shit. Yeah. I mean, we'll see if he can actually play a full half. Um, yeah. A couple, a couple things on this game. Uh, low key, the Rams are four and one. All four wins have been against the NFC East, which is pretty wild. <laughs> um, so, I mean, you know, what else? Again, yeah, but like the it just it, it reinforces the fact that like the Rams are good. Like you yeah, should yeah. beat all four teams. And yeah, you, you should beat all four teams from the NFC. And this the 49ers aren't a very good team, but they're significantly better than every team in the NFC East, especially with yep. Dak Prescott going out. So this is a even test for the Dak Rams. Prescott. Yeah, even with that that yeah. Um let me read you the 49ers schedule. Um because okay. we talk about this being a must-win game and it's getting there because every game coming up is must-win. You got Rams Patriots, Seahawks, Packers, wow. Saints, Ram, uh, Rams again, Bills, Washington, right, Cowboys, are missing the playoffs. Cardinals, Seahawks. I'll say it right now. The Niners are going to win what two more games? Niners season? are missing the playoffs. It's, it's yeah. like, there you go. See you're this. not going to win. You're not winning many of those games. No. Um. So yeah, power rankings. Shit is getting rough. Uh. Yeah. Power rankings time. Um. You want to start? Well, let's get this out of the way. We both got the Packers and the Seahawks at one and two. Mm-hmm. Yep. Packers moving up to one after having a bye week. Pretty sick. 
I that's what happens when teams lose or the Seahawks almost lost. Like I yeah. for a split second I thought about putting the Seahawks at one. I was like the only reason I have the Packers above the Seahawks is because the Packers have beaten better teams. Exactly. But the Seahawks, that was a big win for them to come back against the Vikings. I don't care that they It were looks down. good, they but won. like they it's they sh- I, I do care that they were down. Like I thought about putting them at one, but it was like if you needed to go literally to like the last second to beat the Vikings, that just mm-hmm. bumps it down a touch. Mm-hmm. Uh you want to take the lead here? I have the Chiefs at three. You don't even have the Chiefs in your top five. No. I have them so, at six. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, don't understand. I, I don't understand that. Like, the Chiefs beat the Ravens, and you have the Ravens in there, not the Chiefs. Ravens have played better. Like, the Ravens are a better team right now. Chiefs have a loss. And so do the Ravens, and it's to the Chiefs. That, I couldn't justify that. Like, um, I don't know. I don't, the Chiefs lost to the, the uh, Raiders. Not a fan. Uh huh. I have. I. I think that um, was a winnable game for them, and they kind of came out flat. Yeah. No. True. It, 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 you know, it's momentum based. Who's playing better currently? I think the Ravens yeah. are. Well, we. I mean, we both talked about not being worried about the Chiefs, but I, I guess you're a little more worried than I am. It's saying something because you have. I were talking. These are power right, yeah. rankings. It's like yeah. who is who's rolling right now. Yeah. Um. We both had Ravens at four, and then yeah. I had the Titans at five you had the Steelers at five yeah and um, I've got the Titans at three yeah I mean I put the Titans in there because I think they're a slightly better team than the Steelers but I mean don't don't forget the Titans have won it's been a single uh it's been a single score game in every game except for the Bills game which which they that, smoked them yeah and that's why I put them over the Steelers but they haven't shown me enough against good teams enough and not a lot of these teams have that's why I have them slightly well, it's also over the still Steelers. this early in the season. Like a big win is going to shake up yeah. power rankings. Yeah. I just, I didn't feel confident even with no losses, putting the Titans over the chiefs or Ravens. I still think both those teams are better than the Ravens. I guess we'll agree um, disagree. But, yeah. Um, we got our best bets. Um, we threw a bunch of them in here. I, I haven't really locked in and done enough like research on these to lock them in we'll have a video coming out uh, on sunday again just to lock them in ben you want to start with yours you picked up yeah, your second sure. one of the season that's pretty cool. sick pretty sick so i got uh miami minus nine and a half somehow hmm. that still seems like a lot but i still like them against the jets at like I, in I miami at home with fans <laughs> okay I mean, it's like if you're playing with like actual fans, I think it means something. Imagine putting your life on the line to watch, to watch the, the fucking Dolphins. Dolphins. To watch a Dolphins Jets game. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> I, I miss football too, but like. Not that much. Yeah. Uh, I got that. I got the. Almost called them what they used to be called again. I got Washington. That's why I keep putting Washington in the rundown because I was like, I can't. I can't put the other name. I got Washington plus two and a half against uh, my New York Giants. I can't believe the Giants are the betting favorite there. Like, the Giants are not good. They're not. Yeah, I, like, people, I feel like they're, people are Vegas overreacting to the fact that they, like, scored against scored touchdowns against the Cowboys. Like, they always – because the Cowboys are the worst defense, arguably the worst defense in the league. Like, hmm. arguably. I, 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 think the, I think the Jaguars and the Falcons were, like, a word. Are the Cowboys any, anything resembling a good defense? No, they're not. Rider. I just think Washington's pass rush is going to be way too much for the Giants to handle. Yeah, that's like possible. I think it's going to be the type of game where the Giants just cannot get anything going offensively. Um, I didn't include that on my bets. Um, I I said I can see the Giants winning, but I would definitely stay away from this one unless you feel a certain way. Because I mean, 
I mean, Washington being plus two and a half, if you really don't think the Giants are good, like I, I, I'd jump on this. I personally haven't made up my mind on it yet, but maybe I that'll change. I think the Giants are really bad. That's me. I think the Giants are terrible. Um, the Giants we both very possibly yeah. could end up with the number one pick. And it's very, no, the Jets probably, I, I, they'd be more favorites. On I, it's going to be a, between the Jets, Giants, and Falcons, like someone is going to like fall ass backward into like three <laughs> wins and be like, how the hell did we win three games and miss out on Trevor Lawrence? It's just a matter of who's it going to be. Yeah. Um, we both picked Tennessee minus three and a half. That's like, uh, I'll log against that one in. Stone Cold Lock of the Week. This is your classic, like, what the hell does Vegas know that we don't? Like, what do they know? Like, it's, what do they know? Uh, Jacksonville, uh, Houston just beat a bad Jacksonville team that was down like all of their good defensive players, if they have any. I, I'm running away with this one. Like, and it's, it's the type I don't of thing that's like, like, I could see the line like moving a bunch before Sunday. Mm-hmm. But like, at what point are you still not taking the, like, they're not going to give the Titans like 11, 12 points. Like, it's not going to be that big. Yeah. I would teeter on like six or seven. I would even take it to like eight, maybe. Mm. I, 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 would, I would be nervous. But at three that and a half? Sign yeah. me up. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> um, my bets, I have Indy minus eight on Cincinnati. It, it's a yeah. big number. It's a big number, but I think Indy bounces back. Cincinnati is not good. Um, I think the only thing that worries me about that is I could see it becoming just like a super low scoring game. Yeah. I think DeForest Buckner just sacks Joe Burrow like 17 times per chance. A lot. A lot of sacks. Uh, I went the other way on, I I took the Jets plus nine and a half on Miami. I, I think people are riding high after Miami's last performance. It's not even, it's not even that I'm riding high. It's that it's the Jets riding incredibly low on the Jets. And there is also something to be said for the Dolphins smoking a Niners team like that. Yeah, I don't. A good Niners team. Like, obviously injured, not playing well. But, like, well, part of, like, look at the the Niners' depth. Not even just their depth. Like, they're just, like, they had a complete roster. Like, they had 53 guys who could play last year. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, they lost, they lost some, like, the top-heavy stuff with the injuries and with free agent signings from last year. But, like. I mean, they're yeah, still but a think, good team. Think about they just got they just got their number one receiver back, um, in Debo Samuel. Who'd they trade away to uh to the Eagles? They trade away another receiver. Um, whoever the other receiver was. I don't know. I don't know. Um yeah. they lost got their Mostert number back. one. What? They got Mostert back. Yeah, they got Mostert back, but it was you know first game back. They got Garoppolo they like back. Yards. Yeah. Well they got Garoppolo back. He didn't look good in his first game back, so maybe he's a little more rested. Um they're still missing their number one corner in Richard Sherman. They're missing their two best pass rushers. Like, you know, still, it's it's a medi- this is a mediocre 49ers team. I, I don't, I don't like that high of a line on Miami. Um, I, just, I, I don't know. I just okay. think the Jets got smoked. Other ones that interested me, Rams minus three and a half on San Francisco. I think, I think it's the same deal. Um, I think the Rams are a good team. I don't think San Francisco is a good team. Um, Fair. Yeah. Uh, three and a half seems like almost low to me, honestly. I I think I don't I don't know if I would touch it if it went a little higher than that. Honestly, I'm not that confident. Um, you don't think Rams by a touchdown? You don't think that's? I don't know, dude. I I don't I it's, I don't know if it's that bad. This is this has a weird game script written all over it though. Like San Francisco comes back strong. They know the time is running out. You know Sunday night football like extra pressure. Is that really extra pressure? Does that affect players? I don't think so. Um, 
Arizona minus one and a half on Dallas. I like that. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, Mailbag time. We actually got some questions. Let's go. Uh, This one from Joe Guido. Uh, Do you think they're going to travel less in the NBA? And a bigger question being, or do we see changes next NBA season from what we saw in the bubble? I think we're going to. Yeah. I don't think they'll go with a bubble unless they absolutely have to, just based on the fact that like we know the players hated the bubble. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. I could see them going with like some going with kind of like what Major League Baseball did and go more like regional travel if we're still not in a great place come like December, January in terms of COVID. But again, like I literally like I could not even begin to predict it. Yeah, I I think if if the NBA has to go with a bubble again, they'd probably wait till the postseason. Yeah, I don't think I don't I don't know if I'm. I think the question is more geared towards like when things return to normal, right? Because they would already been talking about like mid-season tournaments. I don't know if I like a mid-season tournament, but... Well, are we, like, talk, are we talking about like... Because like the, the NBA has been talking COVID. about those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, wow. that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is when the NBA returns to normal, do you see them keeping some things? Because like, we saw the playing game be super successful, limiting travel, produce better basketball. Like I, I definitely see them including yeah. those. How they're going to do it, I don't know. They, they might but start doing it like, you divisions. can't. The whole thing about limiting travel and playing at a neutral site is like teams are going to hate that. Owners are going to hate that. Yeah. They want that playoff revenue. Like they want 18,000 fans coming into their gym and paying. Yeah. I don't Um, think we'll see that. I think we see the playing game next season. Yeah. I would be entirely in favor of that. (laughs) Um, McGregor Poirier, January 23rd. I'll believe it when I see it. But yeah, thank you. It's, yeah. It is a agreed upon fight. Not, a, not, McGregor, a, not that it, that at all means it's going to happen. <laughs> it McGregor is a contractually agree, yeah. agreed upon fight right now. Yeah, which is good news for all of us. Yeah. Um, see, we'll, we'll see what happens. Talk to me yeah. in January. Uh, we kind of answered this before, but Dodgers keep momentum. Do they win their next game? I like them tonight. I don't think they win tonight. I think Kershaw Ooh. has a stinker. Ben, known Kershaw hater. That's actually not true. I, I love that is literally Kershaw. the opposite of the true. Right? <laughs> I love Clayton Kershaw. Yeah. I just think I, I don't trust them in the playoffs. I don't trust them with back issues. I don't trust them in the playoffs with back issues. Yeah, well, that the math checks out there. Um, last one. One plus one equals two. Oh, no. That's about all I can give you. Uh, actually, two left. Uh, Titans for real? Who sent that one in? I wonder. Uh, probably Nolan, the only Titans fan I know. Yeah, absolutely. What do you mean? Are the Titans for real? They're in the AFC Championship game last year. I thought, I thought they were the going to be. They were doing this year. I thought they were going to be. I, I I could have bet money on them being a one-hit wonder. Um, again, we still have. To one of careful. us had the Colts. One of us had the Titans. I think I had the Titans for our yeah. for the division. I had the Colts and then the Titans sneaking in right behind them. Um, I we just have to be. We got to be careful with the Titans. Like we. Very careful impressive. with what? Okay. With the fact that in, and in for their, real is a different, yeah, for real is different than like, are they going to win the Super Bowl? Okay, so so let me ask you this: like, are they are they contenders? Are they like an actual contender for a Super Bowl? I think they're just outside like legitimate contenders yeah. right now. I still I still need Again, to see more for real. Absolutely, like a playoff team. Like, mm-hmm. look, like that this roster construction works. Yeah, great defense. Great run game that mm-hmm. works in the playoffs. And Tannehill's works, it, good. Yeah. I never like what's I mean, what's not to believe? What like what what makes you hesitant to call them real? Uh, what makes me hesitant at this point is that you know it is early. It's week four. Big it's win over six. the yeah. 
Oh, right. Yeah. Cause I saw, no, I saw four <laughs> games for them. I was like week four. Yeah. Week six. Uh, they have a huge win over the bills, which is, I'm not taking anything out of it. Uh, they behind that, they have a two point win over the Broncos, a three point win over the Jaguars and a one point win over the Vikings. The Titans aren't built to like huge games though. Like that's no, not their style I, of play. Yeah. But the fact that they've won by maximum three points against those three, it's games, concerning. Which are gonna, like, I, yeah. I think they're, full. I don't know if I, I'm, I'm see, but I'm not even calling it concerning. I'm just something to maybe hold off a little bit on. Uh, ask me that again in like two weeks. You're lucky we're not on Instagram live right now. No one would be picking you apart. Yeah, but no one also can't spell my name, so I really don't care. I think that's got to be intentional at this point. I don't know. I hope so. Uh, it's got to be. Your name's <laughs> on the live stream. Like, it's got to be intentional. Last question. Uh, I don't understand this one. Uh, Dion Waiters. Who sent this in? Who sent this in? I think it was Nolan. Hold up. I'm not, I, can, I can find out who, who sent this one in. Let's see. It is a incredibly frustrating question. Yes, he deserves a ring. He was on the team. Like, yeah, he was on the team. It was like, Nolan. Dude, Nolan, what are you doing? Yes, Waiters is the ring. people's champion. Like, like, does he deserve a ring? So stupid. Whatever. I, I, you, can, you can make the case that he doesn't, like, deserve a ring. Uh-huh. He's getting a ring. Who yeah. got more rings than I got? Uh, and right, right before we wrap up this – yeah, true. Uh, right before we wrap up this show, um, our good friend Dr. D. Stratton Dravanos asked, what other sports do we have to watch uh, with the MLB start – is going to start slowing down in a bit, and it's coming to the end. It is slowing down. We've got yeah. two series going on. Yeah. I mean – Well, I, I mean, well, we still have baseball every day. Oh, Yeah um basketball's done uh football is gonna go into its regular schedule it's not every day of the week um, uh is it gonna go into its regular schedule uh yeah who fucking knows probably um, not uh soccer watch soccer the prems this weekend we got world cup, world cup world cup qualifiers uh just had the nations league and uh in europe i was reading a whole piece i think on sb nation about like why we should get rid of the nations league it's still soccer for me to watch. So I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. Go Leeds, uh, go Leeds. That's not a country, Ben. I'm not talking about a country. I'm talking about oh, the okay. team. Okay. Yeah, I know Leeds is not <laughs> a country because <laughs> we were talking about the Nations Cup, and I was just like, uh, yeah, the country of Leeds. The, I hate to break this to you, but I don't know. Uh, got anything else? Um, nah, that's all I got. All right, cool. Uh, he's Ben Carlton. I'm Matthias Wallman. Obviously. You know the deal. Subscribe, like, give us five stars. Let us know what you think on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and which one? Uh, Breaker. 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 Um, our, favorite, uh, our favorite platform, of course. Uh, you can watch us on YouTube at Second Floor Sports. You can follow us on Twitter. He's at Ben, Carl- ben underscore Carlton1. I'm Matthias underscore Wildman. Uh, you can follow us at Two Floor Sports or at Second Floor Sports on IGTV. We will talk to you on Monday. Stay tuned. We'll have a video coming out on Sunday with our pickums and our best bets. We will talk to you then.